Had to retry that. Unsportsmanlike conduct, 15 yards. What up, everybody, and welcome to episode 9 of the Peanut Butter League podcast, a.k.a. the best podcast in the world. The scores and banter have been heating up drastically in the past week. Some players have made major moves, and we may have seen one of the worst self-destructions in league history. And while the beer mile is one step closer to being solidified and set in stone, we have one new major contender. It's November 1st, but we have a very special post-Halloween special for you today. But before we get started, the man on the pod today loves sports betting as much as he hates his friends in this fantasy football league. He may be the first person to ever create a role in fantasy football to stay relevant, and you better pay your dues because he will hunt you down. Today, we have the better half of the podcast and quickest loser in Beer Mile Terminator. He's the lead treasurer and the leader of the Little Brothers. Today, we got Vinny Boy. Please tell these people who you are, how long you've been in the league. Do you have any Super Bowls or do you fucking stink? Well, so uh, I'm uh, Vince, a.k.a. DJ Slimmy D. Uh, if you're a real one, you know why it's Slimmy D. Uh, if not, you'll have to find out one day. I've been in the league since uh, the, the start, so I am an OG. All those OG uh, tyrannies that have been trying to happen on the votes and everything, I am one of the leaders of those. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to be completely straight up that – I, I, I fucking stink. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at, but you know, I'm making a comeback and there's a lot in the works for me. So, but I appreciate you having me on shoot. It's been fun to edit and hear everyone just absolutely just shit and talk <laughs> down on my name and we're going to clear all that air today. So all the air will be cleared, but before we dive too deep, um, you have sucked. You're one of the, you are one of the Freemasons, but you have had, a few good years. I remember, I think last year you've had a good year. Have you ever been, were you in the Super Bowl last year? Or have you ever been close to winning the Super Bowl or have you just notoriously really sucked? No. So last year I actually was, I was pretty good. Um, I had a pretty good contention, I think going into the playoffs um, where I wasn't talked about a ton. And I always kind of last year, I would always post in the group me. I'm like, you know, Preston would come out with this stupid ass mid-year results and I would always be at the bottom because no one ever thinks of the slim dick squad. Uh, but last year I had a pretty good contention. And then I think I had like two or two players starters. I don't know who they were, uh, get hurt during the playoffs. And I ended up losing, I think in the second round, um, one year, I think I got third, but other than that, I'm normally just, you know, a bystander and just here for the ride. So yeah, you are beer mile boy. Um, the best, actually, the best performance ever, by the way. You were. I do want to dive into that. Um, but I have to say, I do remember you being pretty decent last year because you were one of the main reasons that I told myself no matter what, I would get Josh Allen. Because I remember you being good last year, and I was like, if Josh Allen can take this fucker this far, I'm a thousand percent drafting him. So shout 100%. out to you. <laughs> shout out to you for influencing uh, the Josh Allen pick. Um, there's a few things I want to dive into the beer miles, definitely one of them as you being one of the few right now, you are by far a uh, beer mile champion, um, have completely demolished it. You're the only person yeah. who didn't puke. 
you have the best score when it comes to the beer mile. So firsthand, as one of the worst players in the league, you've done the beer mile. Uh, how bad is it? Is it one of those things that you never want to do again? Uh, more, I guess, obviously pride-wise you don't, uh, but just in the pure like act of the beer mile or just from your words, how is that experience? So to be completely honest with you, and I, I don't want this to change the the loser's rule or everything, but like I even I even said this year, I was like, you know, I'm gonna tank this year, I'm gonna lose, I might just mess around and run this beer mile with Brody. Uh, because I didn't think it was too bad. Um, now, granted, I kind of tricked the rules a little bit where we said that we had to wear a speedo, and so I just ended up buying a speedo brand. Uh, and so I don't know if my aerodynamics were a little bit better because of that. Uh, or not, but I mean, the night that I had before the beer mile is not talked about enough. And then having to wake up the next day with no wallet, no glasses, and I fly out within like 20 hours and I don't know where any of them are, uh, was kind of a little bit of a catastrophe. And then the fact that I was like lost in a city that I've never been to in the pouring down rain with a dead phone eight hours before that. I mean, that's, I think that's got to be like put with an asterisk and put underneath because that's a almost more impressive feat right there. That is true, which I think Mason's night kind of overshadows any night that, that any of us had. Um, so I do think, yeah, people do. I mean, and we were all kind of hammered, so it's like who, who really knows? Yeah, what exactly. to everybody. <laughs> um, and then you have Mason's night. So did you at any point? Like, think you were going to throw up? Because you absolutely mobbed. I forget what your official time is, and I don't have it pulled up. Um, but we do have the official times. You're the only one with a no next to puke. Um, and you look at somebody like you, who was partying the night before, absolutely crushed. Mason looked like the worst experience that I anybody could ever go through. So to me, like, Brody was kind of the, this year, was kind of the one that was like, oh, this will determine if it really sucks or doesn't suck at all. Uh, and I mean, he just started throwing up everywhere. And as soon as he started puking, I was like, this is right. Like this has to happen. So, well, so, I mean, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So, but you know, first of all, you know me very well. I'm a heinous through and through Diane raised me. And my thought process was, <laughs> Oh fuck. Those neighbors just pulled in their driveway when we started this. And in my mind, I was like, I don't know why if it's like a respect thing to me, but I'm like, I can't be puking in front of these people. So like one, it was that mentality of like, I don't yeah. want to get our asses kicked out. But two, at the same time, it was, we did it early enough where it wasn't hot. And so that was kind of the nice aspect. I don't know if I was close to puking. For me, when I run, which is very, very seldomly, it's the aftermath. It's like the 30 minutes after I, I did feel like I may be approaching death, but during it, it's just, I was just focusing on trying to get through it. You sucked it up. So this year, I mean, you've already ran the beer mile obviously isn't, wasn't bad enough for you to scare you away from running it again. Um, you're technically, I guess, I mean, you'll probably still be on the beer mile calendar when the the 12 year anniversary comes, but you won't, you'll probably be the only one without a puking pick or at least up to this point. Um, you've had some conflict. You said you're not scared to run the beer mile again, started off the year hot, completely tanking with the big trade that we talked about in the past, uh, that that ended up not going through. But then immediately after that, you said, you know what, fuck you guys. I'm still going to tank and get my picks. And if given all your picks up, you're still not in beer mile place right now, setting yourself up to, to be a good team. What's the thought process this year? Is it, is it a boring year? Like, is it worth you know, being potentially good next year or, 
Yeah. How, right, how's that going? Right now it's, it's a hundred percent worth it. Um, because I, I was honestly going to change my team name this week. Uh, <laughs> but I can't abandon the slim dick squad, but I was going to legit change my name to the tier three reapers because <laughs> Preston throws me in that bottom tier, but here I am the same record as his ass. And I'm just <laughs> reaping people in the top five left and right chip. The chip is not in the top five. He's irrelevant. Samuel, absolutely just cut his ass down this week. And so I don't know. It's uh, it's been an interesting year. I mean, I'll sit and look at my team maybe every other day just to like toy around with it and see who's available. But yeah. um, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. I don't think – I think I could sit where I'm at now and I don't think I'll run the beer mile because I just don't think there's a chance in hell JT wins four more games. Um, no. And I think, yeah. Cause what's your, how many wins do you have right now? I'm four and four. You're four and four. Yeah. Mills is four and four. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think chips four and four too. Off the yeah, top chips of my four head. Four. So you have the same record as a lot of people in the league. Like you could actually potentially sneak into the playoffs if things go your way. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Which is absurd. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm adamant about Preston sucking, so that doesn't surprise me. Chip likes yeah. to talk loud, so that doesn't surprise me. Half, yeah, half the um, league is four and four. Six teams are four and four. That's crazy. Yeah. And then, you, and then you have me just running away and people are hating. We'll dive into that. Um, <laughs> before we get, I mean, there's a lot we have to go through. We got to go through fight rankings, um, recaps. But the one question I do have on my mind, um, you know, as you've been one of the worst people in the league. One of the things you're very vocal about is how much you hate us, um, how much you hate this league. Uh, where where are your thoughts there? I mean, is it true? Is it like, how are, how are we really feeling? This is like a Y song skipping the draft thing. Yep. Yep. Um, so I, I'm not as deep as that, that it, with Y song skipping the draft and all that, you know, I, I me solely saying I hate this league. This is more of just the the setup and the way the league has been being ran. Um, I think there's such, and I kind of may have started this of opening up the area of the gray the gray area where you can do stuff and it's not in the rules, so it gets by. But that's what's kind of turned me off on a lot of it. Is it's like you know, as long as our co commission is all right with it, then it it just passes. And so that how all that's ran is one thing. Two, I think half this league is like their actual age, you know, 27, 28 and above. Uh, the other is still stuck. Our very first draft year where they're scared to throw in $10 to do something fun with a bunch of the boys. And so, um, it's like, as you get older, that's like what people look forward to when you're younger, especially in these leagues is like, you be able to do more stuff and we do the drafts and all that, but we're never getting everybody there, uh, especially in years to come. And so, you know, I say, I hate this league. I love all the guys in it. I probably will never leave um, unless I'm kicked out. And the only time I'm kicked out is if I just like eventually just suck so much and I just stop caring. And then you guys are like, we just need to, and that, but I'll still come to the drafts every time. Yeah. The so only, like, I mean, yeah, I don't think you would ever, there's zero percent chance that I think anyone would really get kicked out. The only thing would be if you never looked at your team at all. Yeah. Um, I do want to touch on one thing because it does seem like half the league, myself included, has a gambling addiction. Um, and the other half, maybe not, maybe three-fourths. Uh, I go back and forth because I do think the uh, we do a lot of things, whether it's the survivor pool, the the parlay to do something fun for the draft if we hit. Do you think we're just addicted to gambling or do you think that these guys just need to hop on board? 
well, first of all, the 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 latter question or the first question should not affect the second, and I think everyone should hop on board. Does the league have a gambling addiction? No. Do I have a gambling addiction? Absolutely. But ten dollars is ten dollars. I mean, it's a survivor pool. It's just for fun. It's just true. don't suck. That's the thing. Is like people are like, I'm just not big of a gambler. That's exactly what a person who sucks at gambling says. That's true. And myself, who also loves to gamble, um, I agree. I think it's fun. I think everybody needs to get in on the parlay. Um, and I think it just adds a yeah. It's ten bucks. Yeah. Don't buy don't buy a candy bar. Don't buy your fucking soda from the gas station. Just yeah. throw them with the boys. There's yeah. there's your ten bucks. Don't stop at the Circle K or the Seven Eleven every morning. Get your big gulp, fat ass. Just save it for some gambling. True. So, but, but do we want to go into like the, the parlay money? Cause I, I have a very biased opinion on this and yeah, might as well just run with it. All right. So the thing with the parlay money is, is everyone's just like, you know, all the guys who are in it, we're stoked to win. Everyone else is also stoked to win, but I don't know why, because it's because we have said that it's going to go towards the draft. But my thing is, is if we hit a parlay and we're making 20 grand, we're getting our own freaking place. We're going to have it in Maui, and they can come and stay in you know downtown LA if they want and commute up to us because they're not partaking <laughs> in that swim. money. No, exactly, yeah. Or their buy-in is going to be what we what we spend on the place split. Because how many people actually throw in every week? Maybe six, about, yeah. Just about we usually six. get about the same six. Yep. Um, and that is like a big question. It's like if we do hit – we don't, yeah. we don't want to leave the boys out. I think it's a juju thing. I think it's a morale thing to yep. get everybody on $10 a week. I don't think it's bad, but also can't push people into gambling. My question is, and this has been asked in the past, and he's your brother, so you probably know best. Sam likes to claim this bullshit of throwing it on his own for whatever reason, fucks the juju up to death. Uh, I mean, if we were to hit and he were to throw in, we have 20K that we're throwing towards a draft. Does he take his portion and throw it in, or does he does he take the money and run and just say, fuck, the, I don't care. I'm taking the uh, money and run. I don't care about the draft. Oh, Samuel, a billion percent takes the money and doesn't care about the draft. And run. So the juju's yeah. just automatically gone, gone, and that's yeah. my point. Yep. I mean, yeah, and you know him. I mean, he's the most – like, he just – I think he's, he's a penny, like, pincher. I mean – so it's yeah, uh aisle seven Sam. He goes by Circle City Sam. Yeah. I've renamed him to Aisle Seven Sam. Exactly. Which is wild man. to me because like he's literally basically saying he's like, Hey, I want us to win, but I'd rather pay the taxes when we do win versus yeah. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you take the taxes. But yeah. I do think I think the biggest thing, and we'll get more into gambling, survivor pool, all that stuff in the bit, but I do think the biggest thing is it's just fucking up the juju. And then you have some people who are like doesn't have everybody as invested as they should be essentially are like Nick Chubb touchdown every single pick. Like what JT was, it's like, come on boys, let's think, let's hit, let's rally together. It's the one thing that's supposed to bring this league together because all we do is tell each other to suck our dicks. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, well, JT, I mean, he doesn't even ever submit his pick until the last second and he doesn't even know what's going on. I say, give me a money line, a spread or an over under. And he just responds, Nick Chubb TD. And I'm like, that's not what I asked for, but yeah. whatever. Or Dakota, who are the two worst ones to get their picks in? It seems like it's JT and Dakota every single No, uh, JT and Ross. Is it Ross? Big sexy. Yeah. yeah, big sexy. Ross was actually before Brody. We'll get into that later. I don't know what's happening to Brody, yeah. but. 
I was going to throw that in the intro. I actually forgot where is this man, which we'll dive into. <laughs> but one of the reasons you hate the league is because we talk so much shit. And some of the biggest shit talk this year has come down to the fight rankings. I have mixed reviews on the fight rankings. I think the fight rankings are getting a little stale. Um, we go through it. We have to hear everybody's opinion. But it's essentially the same thing. And as soon as I heard Drew got his wrist broken by a soccer ball, um, he will forever be last. So, Vinny, you've got some shade thrown at you in the fight rankings. Um, you had a little scrap at the Kimes during the draft party. So I'll let you take the floor from 12 to 1. Who you got in the fight rankings? What do you think of them? And where is everyone ranked? Yep, after starting from the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so at the bottom, I think it's kind of just been consistent for everybody, JT's being the last. Um, I got Kyle being uh, number 11. Uh, Kyle put me at 9 um, above him, so, I mean, obviously he's going to be low. Anyone who puts themselves low on their list just thinks they can get their ass beat, and so they're low on my yeah. list. Um, <laughs> number 10, that's going to be Drew. Uh, Drew talked a ton of shit, put himself above me. Well, I'm going to put a bit in here cause let's just take a listen into what he said. This does not have a competitive bone in his body. I have never seen that guy care about anything, <laughs> which is the most white song fucking thing that you could ever possibly say. Doesn't have a competitive bone in his body. No, I just don't give a shit about a lot of things. But one thing I do give a shit about is I could whoop your ass, dude. <laughs> I would beat the living shit out of you. And then he backed it up five minutes later again and brought it back up. Vince is the least competitive person in the league. I want someone that has a little grit in them. Dude, I mean, the most little and This man is coming from the man who got his wrist broken talking about <laughs> grit by a kick of a soccer ball. It was a volleyball. It was a volleyball. Even worse. That's like playing wiffle ball and then picking up a ground ball and breaking your hand, you puss. That like, come tragic. on, dude. I mean, that's tragic. That's a tragic L to take. Exactly. Um... And here's the thing is I'm going to stop at my fight rankings. We're on 10 with Drew, but I think the fight rankings also are a little, they're, they're interesting because some people I think are analyzing it as in like, if we're going in a wrestling ring and wrestling, uh, some people are going as if we are getting in a fighting match. Most people are doing the wrestling match. I'm taking it as if I'm on the street or in a bar, can I beat the living shit out of you? And so those last last three people easily. Number nine, this is going to be a little fiery. Preston. Preston's great. See him in a bar half the time. He's way too drunk to even fight, so I beat his ass. Ass whipped. Yep. Number eight, the man of glass, the man with fragile hips. This is going to be Brody. Um, I had this pick just absolutely fucking twisted, I guess, because Brody was high on my list. Yeah, Brody was high on your list. I was shocked by it. Um, You know, Brody talks a big game, but I just don't. I just, I mean, I don't, I've never seen the man get in a fight. Don't know if he actually has. Um, and it's, it's, yeah. So number seven, now this one is probably going to be the most controversial one. I think I would know best. Um, but my number seven is going to be Samuel. Uh, everyone's been talking. Yeah. So I had Sam low too. You had Sam low too. Sam, Sam can get mad, but it's him getting to the point. He's, he's too concerned and too nice. And like, he is, he tries to deescalate things before it actually like, gets to the fighting point yeah and so like that man never has never been in a fight well and so, and here's my question you as his brother everybody's like i've seen him get mad at vince i've seen him get mad at vince like okay so he can reach that level with you as sam capable 
of reaching that level with anybody else? Or is yeah. it just like a brother thing? Exactly. And it goes back like Sam could fight. He could whip my ass in high school. Like I never, I'll never forget the time that you stole his phone. He thought I had it. Uh, I slid it over. You slid it to me. I slid it back and he bowed me straight in the head. Wait, this happened with me? I've killed too many yes. brain cells, bro. Yes, dude. It was after a, a basketball game back during the hot tub club or whatever it was. <laughs> he just bowed you in the head? Bowed me in the jaw. And that's when I uh, I grabbed him by the neck and he had like the hickey on his Oh, neck. I do remember the hickey on the <laughs> neck from you pinching him. I do remember this actually. That yeah. was you taking his phone and me, or me taking it and sliding it to you? Yes, yes. <laughs> no way. Uh, next up, I got Chip. Um chip i i think probably could fight in some scenarios but most of them i don't think he could um you know i think chip and brody ranked themselves high because they are um consistently at the bar scene you know I, when i worked in college i was at the bar you feel like you have a lot of authority and you can whoop anyone's ass there because you're not getting in trouble but you're a dj not a bouncer so that's where i go with that and so what number was he what number are we on right now we're on six six DJs get cut off at six. You're a DJ. fucking DJ, not a bouncer. You heard it here first. Yep. Sorry. Yep. Go. Um, I'm going to have a little bit of respect for him from the draft party uh, and put him above me. So I'm going to put myself at five. Uh, Dak is going to be at four. I think Dak and I kind of share that spot um, because Dak wrestling, he could get me to the ground good. Um, fighting wise, I don't think he could actually like throw hands or anything like Just that. Just throwing it. You're just eating him up with hands, hey? Exactly. Yep. Um, Dakota throwing hands would be like a sloth pace, I feel like. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Dakota would be (laughs) a really slow punch. And then I think Preston saying he has the stamina of a slug would come in. So Dakota would throw three (laughs) two-punch combos very slow and then be gassed. I agree. Yeah, he'd be like a Derek Lewis almost. (laughs) Um, Less powered. Exactly. Less scary. (laughs) Uh, number three for me is going to be Ross. Um, Ross and Mason are tough to put, uh, who above the other, um, Mason, I almost wanted to put it three, not because I don't think he could whoop Ross, but Mason's almost like two. He's just like, you know, he's a homie. So it's like, I feel like he's one to like, try to make things up before it gets to the fighting terms of someone at a bar. Uh, and then uh, unfortunately I have you at the top, which I know just juices your ego, but that, this one doesn't juice my ego because I feel like this one is so unanimous for me in my yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah, it's not even me being narcissistic. I've splitted yeah. one too many people in this league one too many times, um, <laughs> and I've even said in the past I've actually gotten my ass whipped. So, yeah, not scared to scrap anybody who wants it in the league. Come get it. Except I will say I couldn't split Preston when he came to visit. He did That's defend it for the first time, so I was like, I can't tell if my ass is getting old. If Pete <laughs> defense is getting better, what's going on? Um, but there's the fight rankings. Like I said, they're getting a little stale. Um, I feel Sam like being that low is going to fire up the group or the uh, the Discord. See, I had Sam low too, and I was the only one. And everyone says I'm so crazy, and I just no. Just yeah. I mean, the man has size. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's with the big rigs in the league. He's up there with us. But like, yeah. does he have? You want to talk about grit, Wysong? You're talking about the wrong heinous brother. Yeah, it's so, like hey. And everyone's like, yeah, but I've seen Sam get rage. Yeah, when he's what? When they take 10 minutes too late after his reservation at a restaurant? Like, that's the shit he gets rage about. I mean, he doesn't actually want to fight everyone, anyone ever, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. But I think, um, you know, the fight rankings are fun. They're cool. It's cool to hear everybody's opinion. Um, we did a sort of a different ranking 
um, last weekend, which was the most annoying people in the league. I think we do a special Halloween ranking yeah, uh, or edition. We talked about it a little bit off pod, but I like the Halloween costumes. Yeah. It's November 1st, day after Halloween, but let's talk about what people in the league I mean, we love to talk about what people are portrayed as. I'm the Joe Flago, whatever people say. Let's talk about what essentially would be their Halloween costume or how they would be portrayed on Halloween. Yep. I'll let you start. You name the person off. I'll let you uh, say yours, and then I'll give you mine. So the way I wanted to go through it was I just went through the rankings of the league. So we're going to go from last place to first place. I have it all written down here, um, and we can kind of just walk through them. What they would be, the reason why you think that, and we'll see where it goes. Perfect. First up, we got the boy who sponsors the biggest loser every week, <laughs> winless JT. And I have JT uh, as just an IPA can, but an empty, crumpled IPA can. Um, because we know that's kind of what like JT is. He's the big beer guy. Uh, we have yep. the rebate story. Uh, but this year, the man just has no juice left. So rather than a fresh IPA can, I think he should be just a crumply, shitty, pathetic-looking beer can <laughs> with absolutely nothing left besides staleness at the bottom. That's a good one. Uh, I actually like that. So I did a lot of people for mine. But uh, on a side note, JT also, he could be – I feel like one day him and Paige – and there's nothing against Paige. This is mainly just against JT, but normally it's couples on this show. I could see them being on uh, Extreme Couponers. Uh, he definitely gives <laughs> off that vibe. <laughs> thousand percent. Um, but the per, uh, for the person I put him down as Mark Zuckerberg for sure, just because he's the stat man, but also yeah. drinks some IPAs. Now Mark Zuckerberg's starting to get into uh, to MMA a little bit, so I that. that I don't know if that's uh, on J- up JT's alley, but an ex- he's an extreme couponing Mark Zuckerberg. So JT, you can literally be a shitty looking beer can. Uh, a coupon actually is one that just kind of created itself. You could just come as a coupon or Mark Zuckerberg. I like all three except the jujitsu part because JT would never do that in a million years. Nope. For Rossi boy, um, honestly, big sexy. This one was kind of tough for me. Um, But just the meatloaf thing sticks with me. So I just have him as just a big – stick of cooked meatloaf um as his halloween costume that's actually the that's midwest meatloaf stick Midwest meatloaf that's actually pretty good i had him as joe rogan just because i feel like <laughs> if he could be anyone for a day that man aspires to be him it's unbelievable how much he talks about him he was like in his pot he was just like because like you know i've always like wanted to you just be a podcast host he's like joe rogan my favorite guy <laughs> just the- just pure Rogan or like a politician. You get that man fucking going. Give Ross oh, a suit yeah. and tie. Could have been a politician for Halloween. Didn't even think yep. of that one until. Or now. an Area 51, uh, guy, the guys who like run like Naruto into Area 51. <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy guy. <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. Next up, we got you at number 10. I'll see what you, you got for yourself. Um, I thought this one was absolutely hilarious. Uh, I have you as Squidward because you hate all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you fucking the league is essentially like 
the crusty crab and shit and you just fucking hate all of us so squidward is what yeah, I but actually i like that one myself is one i actually didn't put down because i never know what to do for halloween or who i would be yeah. and so that but squidward it actually is a pretty good <laughs> one <laughs> yeah, so i had you as squidward next up we have mace uh what did you have for mason Oh, I had I had uh, Mason down as Blake Bortles all day, just because like I could see. And I'm talking personality wise here, like Samuels was specific to his personality, and so I kind of tied it off of that. And Mason just seems like he kind of gives me a Blake Bortles like vibe. He's just like, you know, what would you be doing if you're not doing this? I don't know, smoking cigs, doing construction. The <laughs> <laughs> Blake Bortles. I actually have Mason as a person too. Um, I had Mason as. Uh, just a normal guy, John Cena. Um, <laughs> some people I had as like beer cans, but I had Mason as John Cena. He always likes to talk about, you know, the rings he has, but he's he's sort of like a WWE champion. Um, John Cena is the best wrestler ever, but everyone knows that it's kind of fake. Like Mason has the last places on his resume. Uh, he's won his stuff by tanking. Um, so that's what led me to think more John Cena vibes. That's a, That's a good one. And then we got P Mills. Who uh, who do you who do you have for P Mills? Oh, P Mills! I put P Mills down as Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just because he seems like he would get along with him super well. I watched an NFL. I watched an NFL film short of that guy, and he had like just a bunch of like Marvel stuff in his house, and like if I didn't know Preston personally. Just on the surface, I would definitely get him to be that guy, like a sports guy, but also just a hardcore nerd at the same time. Yeah, just and so like that's why in costumes, yeah, and, weird and the hair, the hair would look great with Preston too. The dark hair already, just throw the goggles on, and it would fit well. I have Preston as a just like I don't know if you want to call it an office guy. I mean, honestly, like more like Roger Goodell, the whole suit and tie. Uh, I think it ties in great to the commissioner vibes. I think it ties great into the stat guy vibe. So I really just have um, Preston as a finance guy, as like a sober finance guy, though, not just like a busy yep. one that he is. Yep, absolutely. Um, next up, we got Chip. Chip was also a hard one for me, so I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you start this one off because it was hard for me to determine. Um, so I know we've been doing pictures of of um, maybe I'll just send this in the Discord, uh, but it, it would also be a hilarious. Um, cover for this uh this pod but i it's uh it's one of those where it's a bandwagon oh, fan yeah. you know and it's the yeah. guy from the from the uh, dallas cowboys game and it says comes with yankees hat cowboys chain <laughs> lakers jersey alabama flag yeah, uh, so it's because, like the typical yeah. like costume for yeah you just have no idea what uh, chip's ever gonna like i also had him down as brian kelly um just because he goes somewhere and thinks he's gonna be really good and then just sucks ass all the time. Uh, all the it time. hasn't been relevant in so long. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I had him down as for those two. I think those are good. Um, it was really hard for me to decide. He's the only one that I put literally multiple things by. Uh, first and foremost, I put like a clown, um, just a typical clown with one of the big nose. Uh, yep. One because the Goodell stuff. Yep. <laughs> um, and just his takes are very foolish. Uh, it's like a jester, a clown. However you want to take it. Uh, I also have a chameleon um, because he can blend in with any any argument. He can never come up with his own and he kind of just like blends in to something if somebody like has it going and never has like his own take. 
Yep. Um, I have Preston. Like Chip could actually dress up as Preston as <laughs> our commissioner. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually have that Chip could literally just like dress up as Preston. Yeah, um, so you can feel what it's like we... to be a commissioner for once, you know? Yeah, and then um, – yeah, and then just like a big turd, like just a big piece of shit. Yep. As like because his takes are so bad, not you as a human, Chippy. Uh, just your takes are like some toilet paper because everything that this man says is literally shit and has no substance behind it. Yep. Um, I did make a note, uh, but I scribbled it out. I had an idea, but I was like, that may not be funny. But now I think about it, it might be. Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote down that he could uh, dress up as a time capsule because it's the only way he'll want to live in the past. <laughs> It's just a time machine. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, so yeah, Chippy, you had a couple. I can't wait to hear your take on this. Um, number six, we have Kyle. Kyle's was the most fitting, I think. And we'll dive into why. Um, I mean, for a number of reasons. But I have Kyle as a tampon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just running around as a tampon. And I thought that one fit perfectly. Yeah, I had Kyle down as uh, the obvious, uh, just a peanut butter baby again. Um, you could just do it every single year. Uh, if I was comparing him to a player or a person that's like in the NFL, I would definitely put him down as just Tim Tebow. Yeah. Because um, he gives me Tim Tebow vibes. So. <laughs> that's not bad. Brody was actually really hard for me, um, which I don't know what I want for Brody. What did you have Brody as? Oh, I had Bro- uh, Brody down as Rafi from the, the league, the show. Which honestly, I've never seen that show. Everyone says, "Oh, dude, it's it. it's the uh, it's the Indian guy in the show." And they had an open slot, and they like brought him in, and he had like one good season later on in this in the the series. But at the at first, he just like had no idea what the draft board was. Had he was just a terrible manager, but he had a good season every now and then. And I thought that was very fitting for Brody because he's a shit ass manager, but he's just happening to uh, have a good season. So I have Brody as. Uh... What is it in Wizard of our Lo- Wizard of Oz? Is it the lion that sings "If I Only Had a Brain"? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have him as the lion. Like it's like a, a great character. Um, I forget if he finds his brain, but like that's the whole point. Is if Brody can find his brain, figure it out this year, he could get a championship. Yeah, um, but it's just not there. So that's what, <laughs> that's what I have him. Uh, Drew, what do you got, Drew at? Um. Oh, I have Drew down as uh, he would be wearing one of those backpacks, uh, like the monkey backpacks with the like string attached to it, uh, and he'd be a lost kid at a zoo uh, because uh, <laughs> normally he just has a leash tied to him from his uh, fiance. So <laughs> I have him down as a lost lost kid at a zoo. <laughs> oh, that one's actually amazing with the little <laughs> leash on it, trying to yeah. run around. <laughs> That's so good. I have Drew as. Popeye, um, but Popeye before the spinach, like little, like shitty little Popeye. Um, yep. like he has the potential to like eat the spinach and have a good team, but he's just a huge pussy and, and <laughs> broke his wrist by volleyball. So I have him as like pre Popeye, like the super weak Popeyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dakota's up next. I have Dakota as a Polish sausage. <laughs> um, I was basing this off of just like what Dakota would have been on uh, on Halloween night, and I had him down as just like a sad, defeated salesman. <laughs> just- yeah, dude, with a fucking Clark Griswold 
jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just the guy that shows up and puts this most simple costume on. He's just there to rage. He's trying to drink <laughs> his sorrows away. <laughs> yeah, but was I wrong for that? Let's talk about the shittiest Halloween costume. It, it, it did make sense. I mean, the fact that it had Griswold on the back and it was like the same number, it gives it, it makes it a little bit better, but it's still just so basic. Oh, I mean, that's something that he just put on every fun. single year. No one would know that he did it last year. Yeah, and it's just like you're in Chicago with a Blackhawks jersey on. I don't give a fuck if it says Griswold on the back. Yeah, like, people probably yeah. wear that to the normal game. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I stand by my take. Um, I just put him as a Polish sausage because that's what he reminds me of. Um, I don't know if it's the shape of his body or the way he looks. It's just like very bratwursty. Yep. Um, then we got our my favorite, the one who inspired the whole thing. Number two in the league, we got Sammy Boy. Uh, did you agree with me? Because Sam is literally, I put this in the podcast chat, and the reason why this whole yep. conversation um, got brought up. And I have Sam as Jackson Mahomes. Uh, yeah. Just the pure TikTok guy. He loves his social media um, and just kind of reminds me of him. So I had Sammy Boy as Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, absolutely. Sam is 100% Jackson Mahomes. If I have to come up with my own, um, Sam is going to be, I'm probably going to put him down as like RuPaul. Um, if you don't know who RuPaul is, that's all right, but I guarantee you Samuel does and he'll probably think it's funny. So, <laughs> so Sammy Boy at RuPaul. And then I'm up. I didn't have anything for myself. Um, so I'll let you take this one away. Uh, I had you down as, uh, well, you talk about it enough. So I figured you would just dress up as like a fantasy trophy or a ring, uh, or even just like the last like five years of like winners in our league, just to like, make sure that you're on that list more recent <laughs> than others. Uh, that's what I kind of came up with for you. I would put myself as a trophy or a ring. I think it's very fitting. Um, yeah, but there you have it. The Halloween edition. I thought it was fun. I was dying laughing going through making these. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I honestly had to take a break after I wrote Drew's because a kid lost at the zoo just got me going. <laughs> it's just so fitting. Um, but anyways, now on to the football stuff. Uh, we had a very high scoring week eight. Um, we haven't had really high scores this year. I think Preston said on the last pod, like this is the first year through that week seven that nobody was over a thousand. Um, but a little week eight recap. Um, we have Vinny boy as a 10 seed over his brother, Sam 118 to 96. We have drew beating Kyle, uh, 188 to 151. Um, we have Ross over JT, which this was like probably the biggest matchup of the week for the beer mile at 153 over 143. Uh, Mason coming in with a big dub, 151 over a pathetic 99 from uh, Preston. Uh, Dakota is backing back on uh, a win streak here at 169 over Chip at 103. And then I won a big matchup, uh, although we had a number of different players on by. I beat Brody 133 to 118. So we do it every week. You're one of the guys who gives less a shit about this stuff, uh, oh, especially 100%. now that you're out of it. But yep. you know we got to do it. In your eyes, who are the biggest winners and the biggest losers of Week 8? Um, so the winners. Uh, and this is honestly, I wrote them down not having this intention. Um, there was no bias whatsoever. but 
each winner this week, I have down uh, the three winners as the little brothers. All three little brothers I thought were big winners this week. Uh, me uh, to start uh, versus Samuel because Samuel fucking stinks. Uh, he thinks he's good. He got beat by me. And as Preston said, I am the team of outcasts. And I just dick stomped him. It wasn't it was I mean, your brother. And it's my brother. I mean, now, it is your fucking brother. At the end it of wasn't the technically rival. It, it's not rivalry week, right? I don't know. It's not. No, because I play Sam again. And he may beat me then. And he'll say, well, I beat you during rivalry week. Well, guess what? <laughs> you suck, dude. Um, he has fallen no, off a little bit. I think. Has he lost? Did he win last week? Uh, yes, I believe he is on a, no, he's on a two week losing streak. Man, still in second place though, but a two week. Still in second place with a two losses in a row. He lost to Preston last week. Yeah, which can't feel good. Oh yeah, because he was on bye week. All he talked about was buying, which let's get to this. I mean, this man just can't take an L and move on. I talk a lot in the chats. If Sam takes any sort of L or has the chance, he'll throw it in the chat 40 times why he, why he took that. He just doesn't do it in all caps. So people don't get mad at him. Um, but this man's up there with, you know, being the worst when it comes to that. Yeah, he always oh, missed her excuse all day, every day. Um, Drew uh, being my second winner, uh, the number two loser for me uh, was Preston. Wait, um, are you going through losers too? Who's your number yeah. one loser? I miss that. Samuel. Oh, okay, okay. For sure. Samuel's number one loser. I'm number one winner. Um Actually, the uh, well, they're not all pairings. So Drew beating Kyle for a winner, well, putting up one eighty-eight. Uh, that was a high-scoring game, yeah, one fifty-one. Uh, it, it's a big win for him just because he won against a team who put up one fifty-one. Um, I don't think that's a bad loss for Kyle. Um, it was just a you know an unfortunate game. Um, Dak being my third best winner, putting up one sixty-nine. Um, Holding himself back from being four and four. Now he's going to be four or five and three. Uh, he's in third place. Uh, impressive amount of his stats are impressive. Um, I think personally, um, he is consistent on points against points for him, but he just gets pretty good matchups. Um, uh, yeah. he's not very good in our division though. He's one and two in, in the division. I'm and three. I suck ass, but, um, <laughs> Preston's three and zero in our division, and he is third place in our division, which is wild. Yeah, that is wild. Um, for losers. Samuel was was one. Uh, I had Preston down as uh, my second um, uh, biggest loser, and the only reason that is is because one, he lost this week. He's four and four, um, and the fact that he's four and four with an average points against of only one hundred and ten. Oof. So how can you be four and four and your teams against you average only scoring 110 points? I mean, that's just, that is pretty bad. That's bad. That Um, is bad. And then, uh, my third biggest loser is chip. Uh, just because chip doesn't live in the past. And I understand why now, because his team (laughs) fucking stinks, bro. Stinks dude. And And this man loves to chirp. And I tell you, like I say it all the time that people in our league get so excited about names. And I think that's like fair, but like he gives me so much shit for somebody like Najee and like blowing that pick, which of course I blew the pick. Uh, yep. But the man traded like a third round for JT too, and like lives and dies by his team being good. But he gets so wrapped up in like players' names, but his team is just not good. Yeah. No. Um, I agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, as far as my biggest winners, I have Drew, by far the biggest winner this week. Like this dude went from. 
um, we all thought like his, his year was over to literally ripping the top two wide receivers, literally in PPR rankings and the top tight end in PPR rankings from Kyle turned him into a legit Super Bowl like contender. Um, one of the favorites. So I think he's by far, and then he throws up literally his first week with him with Mark Andrews getting hurt on Thursday night, like throws up the high score of the league. I think he is by far the biggest winner this week. Um, Andy whipped Kyle's ass doing it. Uh, I have Big Sexy as the biggest winner. Uh, the game with JT was huge. That was big. For the beer mile. I really like, and I talk so much shit on JT, but I really wanted to see a Big Sexy L because I still think it would be fucking hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> see that man, like, my, like, pride and, like, ego wants JT to run the beer mile, but, like, I want to see Ross run this beer mile, 100%. which I'm sure we will someday. Uh, and then I also have Mason as um, the third biggest winner or myself uh, just because, I mean, I stayed him first. I beat Brody, who's, like, the only person who could potentially really catch me. Yep. Uh, but I have Mason um, just because he's, like, fighting to stay relevant. He's in ninth. Don't yep. want to drop out of tenth. Like, kind of stay – like, he stays in the playoff hunt. Uh, losers. And, well, Go before ahead. you do your losers, um, something that kind of held me back from putting Drew on my biggest winners. I think it was a big win for him this week because of the amount of points he scored. But I'm still, I think now he will do. He will. He has the team to to go far. But yeah. uh, another crazy thing is when I was pulling the stats for Preston, his biggest loser, Drew, the average points against him are is only also 110 points. Really? So the teams that he's played now, granted, I mean, one of the teams that he's played that got, he got dicked on by was your one and only the tier three Reapers, the <laughs> Slendick squad. But, and I average, I mean, I'm averaging less than 105 points a game. So, um, but I thought that was just kind of interesting where Drew, I think has gotten a little lucky. And I think the second half of the season is going to be a big test. Yeah. But I think he has like the team now, which I have Kyle, which we'll roll right into it. I have Kyle as by far the biggest loser and literally what I was talking about with the biggest self-destruction of all time. Like this dude literally went from throwing up lunatic points to trading his whole team away. And now he's going to be irrelevant. I mean, he still threw up 151 points with it, which is huge. And I want to like, but I can't call him a winner because like you literally gave a, a Super Bowl team away. Like you had such a good chance at winning. And I know he's keeping stats of week by week if it would matter. I'm curious to see how it plays out. I'm sure he'll do it like through the playoffs, things like that. But there's a lot more that affect it than just that. Um, but he's banking on a team next year. And just because you have draft picks doesn't mean that they're going to be wide receiver number one, wide receiver number three. He says he doesn't have – he said like his biggest argument with it was he didn't have running backs, but the dude literally had – I think he's the, let me look right here. He's literally the, he had a running back that was in the top 10 Mm -hmm. um, with Stevenson. So I like, I truly can't believe he traded his team away. I think like next year is going to be a little harder for him than he thinks. And he thinks just because he has draft picks, he's going to like walk into it and his team's going to be so good. But that doesn't take into account all the people who are going to trade their first round, second round, third round and still have stacked teams where this year's team has proven to be like a legit Super Bowl contender with you have the top guy at every position. Um, yeah, so what's like, interesting with that, though, is with him too, is like I was looking at his stats. He uh, He's averaging only like maybe two or three points more than you a game. Yeah. Um, but 
what was also impressive was his points against him. I think he was averaging like 130 points against him per game. Yeah. Uh, and his record's still that, but it will be interesting to see now that he's made all those changes where he ends up, you know, um, yeah, along well, the, the process. Yeah. And I think like he got tied up into like with his running backs, the main thing, like, cause I like, I mean, the guy has a top 10 running back. He has, I think the top receiver, actually Justin Jefferson, he has the number two receiver, the number four receiver and the number two tight end. And like the top two tight ends are from a like top by a long shot. Yeah. Um, if you're going points wise. So it's just absolutely insane to me that he would give that up, like to be so um, confident. And I mean, I mean, we'll see how his team is. I do think, and we could dive into all that with like, cause everybody says I fumbled my draft or whatever, but I do think it is a bit harder to like make those picks when the picks are already on your team. Yeah. Um, so I had him as biggest loser by far. Uh, biggest loser sponsored by JT. He's on my list every single week and probably will be. Like this dude literally can't catch a break, and it's not just because he lost. Like he actually threw up some major points this week, uh, and then so did Big Sexy. Like he threw up enough points to get a W finally again. Because there's one other week where he did it, and he's lost both of his big weeks to set to stay uh, completely defeated. So trash. And then I have Sam uh, number two going down to ten. Also, your brother, not uh, a good thing to do. Not ideal for the mans. But, hey, he's got two uh, first-round draft picks, and if he wants to trade me some of them for a second and a third, let me know. He will never give those up. No he chance. won't. Dude, everyone's, uh, everyone's been hunting those draft picks. We'll get to that later. but I know. I don't know how I feel about the draft picks. And we, I actually do want to talk about that here in a bit. Um, but... Let's do a week eight betting recap. Do you have the bets in front of you? Uh, yes, I do. You are the man who tracks it. I am Preston. The, yeah. Preston's uh, the one who tracks it. I'm the one who who places it. So let's see how we did. I'm pretty sure you said this was our best week yet, right? Uh, yes, it was. Um, all thanks to a, a Chub TD. Uh, other than that, though, it uh. It kind of Bengals money line from Sam. That was a oof. Um, <laughs> a stink, I mean, dude. but that no one could. There's no foresight that could have seen that coming. Yeah, I mean, they looked bad. Where what uh, channel is the bets on? Uh, it would be on the weekly parlay. Uh, Preston sent it today at noon. Weekly nine parlay. Go to the first picture that he sent. For some reason, it's not showing up for me. I have week nine parlay. Weekly parlay. Yeah, go to go to right above that. Oh, uh, there we go. Um, so final results from last week, Vinny boy, damn, you took an L you're first on the Dude, list. You had that was the a, over Oh, the over. I saw the halftime that they were, they were shutting out the Raiders and I was like, mother of God, did someone start scoring? That yeah. was, you couldn't have foreseen that happening. I mean, you probably could have, but I thought that was a pretty yeah. good block. Yeah, that's tough. So you had the Raiders over the our uh, Raider Saints over at forty six and a half, didn't hit. So you're on the L train. Um, I took yeah. an easy one. I went against the boys. I usually hate going against the boys. Uh, I took Eagles money line, super safe pick. Think it was. I mean, that's not. I just needed to get in the W column. I needed to get yep. the juju going. Yep. I tried to do it last week. I'll do a little riskier one this week. Hundred bucks would have won me less than a twenty dollar bill, but got the dub for the boys, so you love to see it. 
Um, next up, we got Dakota Dolphins money line. He got the dub. Uh, he would have got a nice little fifty piece. Uh, love to see the wins. Bears. Our Rossi had Bears plus ten. That was another loss. Who did they play this week? The Dolphins. Right? No, it wasn't the Dolphins. Or that, no, that's this coming week. Who the fuck did the Bears play? They played the Cowboys. 29-49. 29-49. He took the money line. Um, so he that's takes a- the... Yeah, that's a brutal loss. Uh, Brody with Vikings money line, W. Love to see it. Kyle, Titans money line, W. Love to see it. What's Kyle's record now? Uh, Kyle hot actually, right now. I think he's in Kyle's the top hot. He's on a six-week winning streak. He's six and one. And we've only... How long have we been doing it for? So, this is going to be our so, yeah, seventh, seventh week we did it. Uh, six and one. Uh, now, so he, he has picked a couple like week. minus 500 odds teams, but it's, Bro, you know. I think a win's people, a win. The thing is, is I think people get too caught up in that. That's where Somebody the gambling comes out in me. I mean, I, 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 I got to take the out. ones with positive odds or something. <laughs> See, I mean, that's what I usually do, and that's why I'm in last fucking place for this shit. Yeah. Besides yep. last week, I mean, I even mushed that. So I think I may still be in the running for ultimate mush. Um, but shout out to Kyle. I mean, his pick this week was minus 118, which isn't, I mean, yeah, that, that was a good one for him for sure. Uh, I mean, mine was minus 590, dude. Um, so shout out to Kyle. Keep staying hot for the boys. Uh, bring it to us. Mason, he took the under with Colts and Commanders. Got the W. Uh, Drew Colts money line. Homer pick. L. Chippy Seahawks. W. Preston 49ers. W. JT, we talked about it earlier. Nick Chubb touchdown. Got the W for the boys. And Sammy with a loss. He's on a cold streak. He like started off as the best one in the entire league. Um, yep. And he's cooled off drastically. Took yeah, three-week losing streak. Three-week losing streak. So he's looking yeah. to get back. Uh, do you think we're ever going to hit this? I think it's possible. Um, I think if someone could step in and it's like there's not much of a chance that the Saints are going to win and pick the other team before uh, Chip can, I think we yeah. have a chance. But Chip's yeah. going to try and pick the Saints money line if he can. Um I took a couple notes of like before the game started this weekend of the ones I thought, you know, I don't like good juju, but you see a bet and you're like, oh man, I feel like that's going to much. Yeah. And I got to give them credit. The one that stuck out to me hard was the under 39 and a half. First of all, yeah. I hate betting unders. And especially when it starts with a three, Yeah, I'm like, holy shit, that's going to screw us. But yeah. you know, the Colts are going to Colts. Yeah. Colts and, are trash. Uh, that hit. So that was Manders good. Are trash. Yep. Yeah, so good pick to Mace. What's Mason's record now? Is he up there Mason, or is he kind of uh, in the middle of the tier? pretty good, I think. He, uh, let's see, he is, he's on a two-week win, uh, winning streak. He's four and three. There it is. So he's positive yeah. for the boys. Out of boys. Yep. So right now we have Kyle as just absolutely carrying the torch for us. Started off with a L, but then has just been absolutely hot. Uh, and who's ultimate mush? I think I'm down there. I may be, um, or Drew's ultimate. It's either Drew, Drew. Drew is definitely down there. He's two and six. What am I? You are, let's see, Jay Shoe. You are three and four. Yikes. So almost 500. I need to get back to 500. Yeah. Get a little Drew's two and five. On. Sorry. 
Yep. So the bets this week are interesting ones, though, for sure. What do we have this week? So we haven't gotten Brody's or or JT's, but that's fine. I still wanted to go through them. So yours is the first one. Um, Green Bay money line. I, I like that one a lot against the uh, Lions. The Lions. The one thing that does make me a tidbit nervous about is that the Lions scored in the each drive for their first five drives against the Dolphins, but they ended up yeah. losing. You yeah. know, Lions are going to Lions, same old Lions. Um, and that this is the third straight road game for Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, but if there's any time for Green Bay to actually like show that they're okay, this is a make or break for them. So yes. I think that's what, and that's why I there. took it. I don't think, yeah. I think they suck, but I also think the Lions suck. And I think Aaron Rodgers is not going to lose four games in a row. No, not a chance. And that's why I took that pick. Yep. Um, Sam had Vikings money line versus Washington. I think that's a lock. Yeah. I think it's um, a good pick. P Mills, he had uh, Baltimore money line over New Orleans. Um, Dude, I, the whole AFC North is just fucking kind of trash, though. So yeah, but the thing is, is New Orleans is three and five. Now I only I take this into account because um, New Orleans is a dog, and they're three and five against the spread. Uh, they're one and three if they're a uh, spread that's like five points or less. So like, even if they're given five points, they haven't won. They've only won one time. Yeah. Um, Baltimore is three and one uh, on the road against the spread. So I think that's a pretty good pick personally. Um, the only thing, what did I see today? I forget the exact, exact stat. So I'll just shut my mouth, but it was something about the AFC North and like the points for and points against stats, like compared to everybody. And like, it was like mm-hmm. even the Ravens were like, you heard the stat and you're just like, what in the fuck? Like the yeah. AFC North stinks, dude. dude. AFC North is bad. Which is crazy because oh. they're usually good. But good yeah. juju, we'll hope it's a lock. Yep. Uh Chargers money line versus the Falcons. That is Kyle. I like that. I like I love it a lot. Uh Atlanta in the last two games combined has allowed a thousand yards. Their defense <laughs> is fucking woeful, bro. Yeah. That is so bad. I like it. I don't love it, but I like the over 48 and a half on that game more. Yeah. So I'm going to make an executive decision. I'll, I'll ask everyone too, but if we don't get uh, Brody or JT's pick, but in time, I would like to take the over in that game because I think allowing a thousand yards in the last two games, 48 yeah. and a half over is hitting for sure. Yeah. Um, Dakota, New England money line versus the Colts. Yeah, the Colts I mean, stink. That place is in shambles. They just fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean. And I can't see them playing with the spark. We'll see. But, like, I don't think it's going to be one of those things where they fire the yeah. and It's just like yep. they come out with the spark. Yep. Bengals money line over Carolina. This was picked before last night by Drew. After last night, scary. Uh, but it's I guess it could be a redemption week. So Carolina went off this past week, too, with points. Yeah, they did. So Which you wouldn't expect it with trading like McCaffrey and exactly, yeah. So we'll wild. see. Um, Mason Seattle money line uh, versus Arizona. Um, love it. Seattle is four and two as a dog. So I'm all I'm all on the dog train. Got to love a dog when they howl. Uh, we got the Chicago versus Miami game. A double whammy bet on this. We got Ross taking the over 44 points. Uh, and we have Chip taking the Miami money line. 
I don't mind either of those, honestly. I don't know. I really don't. Okay, I'm going to ride with it. We'll ride with it. Good vibes only. We got to ride. I feel like the Bears have been a little hot lately, haven't they? Yeah, that's what worries me. I mean, with the money line, I don't think they'll beat the Dolphins. So I think the over. You said we have the over, right? We have the over 44. I think that'll happen. I think the over will be a lot. But but the only thing that also scares me with that is I want to say – when is that game? No, it's a one o'clock game. Okay, we're good. If it was like a Monday night game, I would be out. Yeah. I, I do. I am not taking an over on a single Monday night game ever again. Which is the treasure we talked about this in the past. There are bets for week eight. We've talked about the betting a little bit. What happens with the betting? Um, what happens? I mean, on a Monday night game, you've talked about hedging. Um, do you think everyone would throw in and? What if we have one pick left on Monday Night Football? Or say two. Say it was like the Miami Bears situation. We've hit yep. every pick, uh, and then we need the over in Miami win. Like, say it was just that situation. Do we cash yep. out? Do we keep it in? You as the uh, treasurer, the self. Yeah, we would either we would either I would collect money and we would hedge. Which, as you know, this league you can't collect ten dollars <laughs> to save your life. So we're definitely never going to be able to hedge. We're cashing out all all day. You think I cash not, out? Well, I mean, we would have to take to a vote. If we're not, if we're not hedging, we're cashing out. I mean, that's that's it is what it is. Or guess what? I'm hedging. I'll just hedge with my money, and when I win, you all can get your ten dollars back, and I'm taking the money and running because you guys were all cheap fucks. And I mean, I know you would probably help hit, <laughs> pick in the hedge. Oh, but gosh. I mean, dude, you can't just ride it. You got to hedge it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. That's my take on it, but as treasurer, as you guys have been able to tell throughout the year, trying to help out the the league and everything, anything I do has little pull because anything I do, no one appreciates that much. So I don't think that's uh, fair. I don't think that's fair to say. I think you come up with shitty ideas and complain about things, and that's what people don't <laughs> appreciate. But okay, I think, stuff. but I think <laughs> one the dis, the, dis, the the Discord thing everyone loves besides Drew. I we're besides hot on Drew. the. We're hot on the Discord train. I think everyone loves Discord. Um, I mean, obviously, the pod, you're making the pod, so quit feeling sorry for yourself because you just come <laughs> up with really shitty things sometimes. Um, okay, first of all, all right, we can go into it later about the shitty ideas. I mean, my biggest thing that I can think of is just that dumbass trade, which I do understand your point. but Yeah, the trade's dumb. Uh, you think the kicker uh, and the defense points are dumb. It's not dumb. Um, yeah, what were you proposing there? I was proposing that if if – you're on a you're on a let's say Monday night football game and your opponent has the kicker for that night and you have the defense okay and it's a shutout let's say and then that team with the defense is finally starting to you know creep up to you uh and they're winning and then that kicker kicks a field goal the defense then loses 5 points but the kicker only gets 3 yeah. so why are we taking more points for a field goal away from the defense when and not giving it to the kicker i think there well, should be some transparency there well, I think the biggest thing is is you can't fuck with that. Like, I don't think Preston can go in and be like, you if can. it's a shutout and the kicker kicks a field goal, the kicker gets five. But if it's not a shutout, then the kicker gets three. Yeah, it would have to be. Well, basically, but what you're saying is, is like, even if they, if a defense allows three just for one field goal, then that, what I'm saying is then every single field goal made should be worth five points. If that's, if that's how it's, it is. But the defense wouldn't be given out, a sh- given up a shutout anymore. Which is huge. Yeah, but give the kicker five points. I do think... I mean, honestly, when it comes to the defensive shit and kicking and scoring, I really don't give a fuck because in my eyes, it's just all the same for everybody. I, that's why I want... I want I want the kickers 
<laughs> mainly I want the kickers. Like I would love nothing more than a Monday night reaping from a kicker, like <laughs> kicking like three or four field goals. I don't know. The over under the over under on every single game, almost every time for a k- field goals made by a kicker is like one and a half. Yeah. So like the most points a kicker really is ever going to get most likely is 10. Yeah. I say, I say increase the field goal um, points value and then decrease the PATs. I love that. Love nothing more than a final game winning field goal to actually make you also win your Monday night reap. Yeah. I mean, a game winning field goal would be electric for a reap yeah. in that yeah. scenario. But like I said, I think my stance is, is I just don't really give a fuck. Yeah, because it's the same for everyone. Like no matter yeah. what the scoring is, so I'll leave that shit to you guys because I'm just like yeah. my team's gonna show up and win. And then um, my other one was the uh, the waivers. Still think it's stupid as fuck. The two hundred. Yeah, no, not the two hundred. The fact that it's just monopoly money. Okay, so here's the thing, which we do throw because I'm on more of your side of it's hard to get anybody to do anything, but I'm also on the side of the gambling addicts. Um. With the real money, though, where does that real... One, I think it is maybe a little dumb to do real money for waiver wires. And two, you throw it into a pool. Where does that money go? So the money goes into... to. I'll have an account set up with it. Um, and we could make it as like everyone pitches in 100 bucks, not 200 bucks, yeah. And then every 50 cents equals a dollar in waiver money. Yeah. You then have to think more about your decisions. Like, you know... Samuel, he's only trying to spend five dollars of that hundred bucks he gave me a year. If yeah. it's real money, you know that. <laughs> yeah. um, if whatever is left over, you get back. Yeah. Okay. If you, so you don't have to spend it, your waiver money. You don't have to spend. You can get all your money back because it's it's monopoly money right now is how it is. Yeah. And then the leftover money goes towards the following year draft and also expenses. I, and this isn't me bitching. I, us, you know, paying for the annual subscription for the podcast for, yeah. you know, a bunch of different stuff that yeah. we put pour into stuff like this. Now, granted, we, we signed up for this and yeah. we're, we're okay with doing it, but it's just one of those things where one, it makes it more competitive on the league side, but also helps out on the back end as well. Yeah. But Which God forbid anyone ever wants to do that. So there will be actually a negative chance that that would ever pass. In this league, yeah. I do get where you're coming from, and yeah. I think it could be a good idea. Um, but there's just zero fucking chance that that would ever get voted in by this group of dudes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, but I also don't think you can say for everything. I do think it gets a little much for people if you're like throw into Survivor Pool, throw into this, throw into this. Which, while we're talking about gambling, while we're talking about money, the newest thing that you've brought to the league one is Discord. Been super hot this year. Everyone loves it. Two is the Survivor Pool. There's been a little controversy this week on the Survivor Pool, which I thought was the softest shit of all time. Um, <laughs> but run us through the Survivor Pool. Week one, what were the results? Who picked what? And maybe dive into the controversy and what the yeah. fuck happened with that. Yeah, so Survivor Pool, for those of you who don't know what it is, is normally it starts at the beginning of the season. Um I thought it'd be unique to do it mid-season right now. And what we're doing is we have a mulligan. So if you lose one week, you get another chance. Um, Survivor pool, you pick a winning team each week. Once you pick that team, so for example, I picked the Falcons this week. I cannot pick them to win ever again for the rest of the season. So you have to be strategic with it on like the games they're playing uh, and all that. So, um, and it's funny because 
we'll get to the controversy, but I called out the controversy over the weekend and it just went right over Chip's head. In the um, Discord you did? In the Discord, yeah, absolutely. Um, so for the first week, we had Drew take the Falcons, that hit. Uh, Mason, we had him take the Titans, that also hit. Preston with the Cowboys, you with the Bills, and me with the Falcons, those all hit. And then for the losers, uh, I had uh, JT, he picked the Bengals. But that you can see that come from a mile away, in my opinion. Um, and the controversial one, uh, Chip taking the Raiders versus his beloved Saints. He lost his shit today in the, in the uh, Discord saying, I didn't pick the Raiders. Uh, I said, yes, you did. He said, no, I didn't pick anybody. And I said, well, there's your answer, buddy. Um, I don't know if you know how anything picks-wise works, but you have to do it before the games start. And the way that the run your pool is set up is if you don't pick someone, it picks the team with the lowest odds of winning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, and I, t- I messaged on Sunday. I'm like, wait a second. Why did Chip go against his beloved Saints and pick the Raiders? Yeah. And he never said anything. So I thought he was just like getting ballsy. And for a bigger thing, why do you not join, or why do you join the Survivor Pool and then not make a pick? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's my question. And then you he create comes the account, like, go in, and then just pick your team right there. Boom. Yeah. And he just didn't pick anyone. So. Even if you didn't pick anyone, it should be an automatic L. And then after this man takes the L, he comes in and just says, never mind, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> after we all agreed. Oh. And he would still be in it if he would have got the W. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, oh well. I what think it'll be fun. Jump? It'll get spicy not. because we're, this week it's, you have to pick two. And so, like, it's not the easiest thing to do. So, so what's payout right now for the winner? Uh, it'll be it'll be seventy bucks. Seventy bucks. Yeah, so, that's I mean, fun. Yeah, it's just sort of gambling at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but with that being said, uh, can you see the week nine picks from people yet? Can you see our picks? Like, can you see what? Oh uh, no, I can't see it until until the game starts. Okay, that's huge. Um, but for week nine matchups. In the Peanut Butter League. First up, we have uh, me and Sam. Big matchup, one versus two. I think he has some dudes on by. I'm projected to score like 150. Going to be a big game. We have Mason versus the co-commish Chippy. Um, Probably going to be a barn burner. They both kind of stink. Then we have you and Ross, 11 versus 10. If you can stay hot, I don't think it matters that much uh, because JT's kind of locked in with the beer mile at this point. Brody in Dakota, we have Kyle and JT, and then we have Preston and Drew. Um, and I don't know what's going on with Drew's team, but he's only projected 118. I'm, I'm sure it's buys. In your eyes, the man who doesn't give a shit about the fantasy league and the matchups itself. Who are the biggest matchups to look out for? Uh, I think me and Ross is a big one, uh, only solely because like Ross is kind of still in that spot where like he technically could run if somehow JT figured something out, I mean, yeah. JT, I see you got three picks in the second round next year. Hit me up, dude. Come for my spot. I'll run the beer mile. I mean, I'm trying to slay some people next year, but I think I'm the best manager because look at where I'm at and how many picks I got next year. That's beside the point. Uh, Preston and Drew. Uh, I think that's a big matchup. Uh, more so for Preston's sake. Um, because like I said before, 
I think this may be the first week that he has a team actually score more than 110 points against him. Uh, at least average. It'll bring his average up a little bit. And then the next one I had was Brody and Dakota. Um, Dakota, I mean, he is just the most subconscious person ever and thinks he's already going to get, you know, dick stomped. But he has some weeks where he, you know, hammers through. Um, he's got some weird buys this week, but so does Brody. And so I think that'll be a closer game than what the projected scores are right now. That's what okay. I got. I know you're mad I, not, I don't have you in there, but. No, not at all. Honestly, I was zoned out. Um, I was looking at who I think because I forgot to write my shit down. Um, <laughs> at this point, though, who are the biggest matchups? I think you have a big matchup with Ross. Um, Brody to get back on the win streak. Dakota can throw up some big points now. If Brody takes another L with his squad, everybody thinks he's like a huge favorite. Uh, and then, I mean, you and, Sam, you and Sam's a big game. From what you see on Yahoo, I, that's why I didn't put you on there because yeah. last week I whooped Sam's ass because he fucking stinks. Yes, him maybe getting stinky, but I mean the man's still in second place. Yeah. Um, but now I think the biggest people to look out for is like me, uh, Drew, and Brody. So I'm be curious to see how their games go. I should whip Sam's ass this week, but usually when you should, that's when you lose. Uh, so we'll see what happens at this point. My ass is just going to start staying silent. Um, there's been a lot of shit talk. What do you think of the shit talk from week to week? I mean, at this point, it's usually me and two or three other people. Uh, from somebody who doesn't really talk too much shit, I feel like Discord has made the shit talk go down a little bit. But but what are you thinking with the shit talk so far? I feel like I've been more quiet this year, honestly. Uh, you've been quiet since the Discord. Um, Except I, think I got the- back in it this past weekend. Yeah. I think the shit talk is still is still prevalent. Um, I think it just doesn't seem like it's occurring as much because it's not all in one spot, um, yeah. you know. Um, but I think the shit talk's still there. I think I've started to talk a little bit more shit um, this year, which has been good um, for more reasons than one. But um, right now, I'm just on the shit talk train because everyone's like, "Yeah, you guys all have to fucking tank to get draft picks and you know be good." But look at me right here. I'm neck and neck with half of the league and I fucking stink. I mean, I stink and just wait until I get Cordell Patterson back out there. I'm about to dick stomp and be the tier three Reapers may not reap you. Definitely probably going to reap Mason week 11. Um, I'm going to come back and I'm going to reap Dakota, even though I think Dakota is actually in the running still. I think he's good. Um, Week 13 pressing. I'm whooping your ass, buddy. Dude. The thing with the shit talk in the league, and I've said it once and I've, I'll say it again, is I talk in all caps and I send 300 messages in a row. So that's why my shit talk is annoying. But the shit talk in our league is just so bad at yep. this point. It's literally just like bad. There's no statistics. I even went through because everybody said like I fumbled my draft and that's the big thing. And I literally want to wait and we'll see how the like standings of players are like up to the point of like chip being on the pod. But I went through and like looked where I selected players and who I left on the table and where people were selected. And the fact that anybody can even say I fumbled my draft besides the first pick and Allen Robinson is absolutely absurd. Um, so after I looked at that, I honestly think I'm just going to stay silent. I'm going to win the league title. The group chat will be boring without me. And that's kind of where I stand. You know, I, I get it. See, I think that a lot of the shit talk it picked up. I've always kind of shit talked, but like everyone's kind of taking... And this is not me like 
you know, tune my own horn here. But like a lot of the shit talk has become like what I've been doing as a parody. Like my shit talk has always been a parody because yeah. I know yeah. that I suck and I could give a rat's ass about any of this. You know, yeah. I, I have nothing against people who, you know, like you who dive into this and do well and, and you know, you take it very, very serious. Um, I know you got a lot of other stuff with work too, but like, there's a lot of other stuff I just put my attention towards where I could give a fucking rat's ass how many times I've won in my total score in the last 15 years. Um, but I also just hop in it because when I do do good, I'm like, Hey, I don't give a shit about this. And you guys do. And I'm whooping your ass and I'm still whipping your ass. Which yeah. doesn't um, happen often. No, it doesn't happen uh, often at all. And just wait till next year. It's going to happen every week. I'm going to, I just cannot wait. <laughs> just absolutely dick stomp on everybody next year. Dude, so I'm curious to see, uh, I'm curious to see next year because I had a lot of draft picks, blew the first one, traded up for Najee, went with the hometown thing. Like people like Kyle's mindset, or you have people like Brody, who I think a lot of people will compare my team to like a team like Brody's because he had a lot of picks or other teams. It's like, dude, I haven't really traded anybody. Like all these people had all those picks and are still trading. Uh, but I'm curious to see, like with you have a lot of picks, Kyle will have a lot of picks. If like every year, because I think people like get it in their mind that all of a sudden you're just going to have every stud one, two at every position. It's like, you have to remember with keepers, like yeah, breakout players. So I think it is a little different than how people think. Uh, and I'm curious to see like how that pans out in the league. Um, and yeah. do you think trading, do you, I mean, do you think trading and tanking is the new way to go about literally everything? No, not necessarily. I mean, the thing is, is like, and this is why I say, I think I, I did it fairly well this year is because, and I've considered it a couple times, but I'm like, that wouldn't be as fun. But like with my picks position and how high people value like picks, like I could technically tank for next year right now. Cause I'm sitting at four and four. Yeah. I got, I got seven draft picks in the first four rounds. Um, and so I could technically do a trade for like a first round, second round, a first round, third round, a second round, third round for like three baller ass players. And I could be heavily in contention again this year. Yeah. Uh, because I'm four and four. So true. it's like, I think that if, if you're set up in the situation, like I am right now, that is the true way that you can do it. Now, like I said before, I don't give a fucking rat's ass how my performance is in this league, but like looking at it from a outsider perspective of like, not really knowing a ton about how this shit works. I think that is ex- my position right now is the prime position you want to be to set yourself up for even the year you're in or next year. So when you say you truly don't give a shit, you actually don't give a single shit about winning a Super Bowl, not even one bit. I mean, uh, the or do you just suck and that's an easy way out? Because you have to care a little. No, bit. I care a little bit, but like at the same time, it's just like it's not like on my. It's, I mean, you have the big shit talkers. You have me, Mace, Chip. Yeah. Um, I would say we're probably the biggest. Who are like, fuck you? I have a championship. Um, which that talk, I mean, could be in a full podcast itself. Oh yeah. Um, I think, I think the, uh, I think if now the way the league's set up, if I did get a ring and the way that everyone talks, if I did get one, I would definitely just part, like participate, like participate <laughs> in the shit talk. Yeah. Um, but like, as of right now, it's like, you know, chip will throw out all these stats and all this shit, you know, but I am just like, dude, I don't give a rat's ass how my team was back in 2015 <laughs> when Brody picked me up and dropped me on my back. <laughs> I don't give, I didn't give a shit then and I don't give a shit now. Um, but 
I think it's I more feel fun. like the last few years, I mean, we've talked about it before. Like at some point, I think it was probably when I won and just started talking mad shit. This shit is just ramped up yeah. entirely. Absolutely. To the point where it is like people are losing their shit, like trying to win championships yeah. Yeah. and like talking. Um, but it'll be funny to see where everything goes. Um, let's talk about the fun stuff. Do you want to talk about the draft party next year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be a good one. Um, I know everyone's kind of like, we got hot takes on, you know, where the draft party is. And I think we got a pretty good thing going right now. I don't know where we're going to go. Um, I know we had the debate on like the, like the shittiest cities. That was fun. Um, I think that if anyone needs to talk about the shittiest cities in the U.S., it's me because I've probably been to more than anyone else in the league. Uh. Um, it's true. I have. I mean, I think I have at least. We've argued about shitty cities too. Albuquerque. That one's kind of up there. Um, I've heard the Kirk is not too bad. You know, it's Dre. not you bad. Remember at, Dre? He loves yeah. the Kirk. It's not bad at certain times, but it's it's more it's than so a shit. Cool. Yeah. Um, the uh, the one that some people are always very impartial on is New Orleans. That place sucks, dude. Really? Yeah, I mean, New Orleans oh. is on top places like that I want to go visit. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I mean, you go to the bars and then you're not supposed to be out there past like 930 else you're going to get shot. Oh really? Oh, dude, T Mills loves it there, doesn't? Oh he? yeah, because well, it's it's cheap and easy to get to. It's like Sam and T Mills is forte. <laughs> Why do you think he came out to visit you? Because flight from Chicago to Denver is like sixty bucks. So New Orleans <laughs> is just trash, eh? New Orleans sucks. I mean, I love I love Louisiana. I love the people there, but and, it, and it's sad the way New Orleans has become ever since like Katrina, and it's just been gotten really ran down and hasn't been had a ton of help. But it just is a shithole. Um, so no to New Orleans. No to New Orleans for sure. Um, I like Houston. Not a lot of people like Houston. I like Dallas too. A lot of states in Texas are awesome. You, you and I, we've been to Austin. Yeah. And I, I'd move to Austin in a millisecond. Yeah, um, Austin's cool. I don't know where it's going to be this year. I mean, I, I'm not never going to take the side of Drew on draft parties, yeah. where Drew is just like you know, once I'm married and have kids, I'm never going to go. Um, but I do understand his point a little bit. It used to be. We, we set it up, I felt like, because Brody was out in Denver, you were in Denver, Chip was in San Diego. Now we have Brody in Miami, and it was always convenient to go out west, you know, yeah. towards you guys. Um, my, my whole thing is, and it, it seems selfish, but I'm, you know I'm more down to go places than most other people, but you guys are always going to come to the draft no matter what because you are all about draft weekend. You're, you're the Thursday boys, where... Anyone who's not a Thursday boy, it's going to be harder for them to go, especially like your Drews, your Sams, your Kyles, things like that. And I mean, after this year, it's like, dude, that was, that was, I thought one of the best draft parties just because everyone was there. We didn't have to go to the bars and it's going to get to the point where we could probably go to a place in, you know, Crested Butte or somewhere and just rent a house and just chill out for the weekend. Um, But I'm kind of on the side of it's, I think eventually we're almost going to have to have an indie like every two years and then over by you guys, maybe, you know, every other year or so. See, my thing is, is like, even if it's not an indie, everybody gets so wrapped up because we have fucking chip and bottle service and all that. Like it doesn't have to be, and we talked about this before. It's like, we don't have to be like raging face all the time, which I mean, that's essentially what it'll turn into. Yeah. Like where Kyle went like he sent a sick thing in Ohio or like other places, which I do think you have to like, sp- like spread your wings and get out a little bit, like yeah. especially every so often. 
Um, but it doesn't have to be fucking Casa Amigos every single time, which I think no. is fun, but it's not for everybody. And I mean, yeah. it will be harder, but like there's some six spots in Michigan, dude, that are said, like, as long as like the boys, I'm just saying, I don't want it to be in the same city every single yeah. year. I'm hundred percent down with that. And like, I think hockey it would be in, in Ohio would be sick. You could rent a cabin or go down to like uh, Gatlinburg area, rent a cabin with like a hot tub and a pool and shit. Like, yeah, I don't think anybody's blast. opposed to that. It's just when people are like, no, I'm not. Leaving my fucking backyard. Did Kyle yeah. leave early this year, didn't he? Uh, he left on Saturday night just to stay at his place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Stay the whole fucking yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think... Uh, I think the shittiest ones is fun. Like, if we found, like, fun shitty cities, maybe. Or, like... I don't know how we would do it, but I think the ticker idea is fun where we all put in and then we get on a Zoom call and, like, do the and ticker. And, like, it. that's where I'm we go. I'm all in for that, yeah. I think that is super fun. Um, but yeah, I'm always down for the draft party. Or, uh, I saw this in a league one time, which it would be very interesting because I think with the way our relationships are all set up, it's very different, but like, it'll eventually get to a point where maybe the, our spouses come with us too, you know? No, no, well, you would vote against that, but I I love, um, like love Morg to death, but like football weekend is like for, yeah. We'll get them there on own Airbnb. Bro, I was watching <laughs> Monday Night Football last night. Literally, Morgan wanted me to sit on the fucking porch and hand out candy to kids, something I care nothing about. So I had my laptop, and she's like all wanting to play like spooky like Halloween <laughs> music while we're waiting for no kids to show up because barely any kids are trick-or-treating. She was like talking to me, and I'm like watching football, and I'm like, bro, I have one night. So when it comes to the wife thing, uh, right. love my wife, love all the wives, but that's football weekend and all. I so the the other one I saw was is all the guys pitched in their cities, and then they sent out a poll to all of their wives, and the wives uh, had to vote on the cities, and whichever one got the most is the one that they went to. I actually really like that idea. That's not a bad idea. So um, except that way half the fucking indie wives would just put indie. No, that's not indie. Want to be allowed on that one? No. So. But if you think about it, there's not a ton of indie wives. Is there not? I feel like everybody in the league's fucking married. Well, I guess there's three. Claire, Allie. Only nine people in the league, dude. Or 12 people in the league. Yeah, well, nine, really. That leaves go. nine. Chip's, Chip's irrelevant. Um, Brody's irrelevant. So there is real, realistically like nine. I mean, Chip's essentially married, though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Brody, how long has Brody been with his girl? He's been with over a year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everyone's so, I mean, we're all serious. fucking wiped up, dude. Like... Maybe you don't yeah. have the ring on the finger yet, but we're all pretty fucking locked down at this point. Yep, yep. So, is there one single dude in the league? Not really. No. No shit. That just yeah. made me feel old. Yeah. Fuck. Well, Kyle would be. What's the closest? Kyle's. He would have his wife vote for fucking. What's the suburb of Indy? Fucking Carmel. Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think the draft's cool. I'm glad that we're traveling this year, though. But I don't think. Uh, what would also be, be sweet easy. if Allie still worked at the Speedway is if she could hook us up with a suite at the Indy 500, and we did the draft in the suite while the Indy 500 was going on. That'd be an absolute rager. That's such a Midwest ass thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it is. Too, that is just so early, and I'd rather fucking dive and do the draft at the Indy 500. <laughs> but. What else do we, I guess the last question, we're getting up there in time, but the last question has been a question of the week. I wanted to put it in uh, the intro, but I didn't. Where the fuck is Brody Killam? Dude, I even pulled this Jeff man's gone. Is office. he alive? 
I don't know. I pulled Jeff aside in the office and I'm like, yo, is your son alive? And he looks at me and he's like, I don't know why. I was like, he hasn't messaged in the Discord for like four days. We've and all he's usually he in is. there. He's always in there. I literally, I'm not exaggerating. This is not a lie. I went on Google today and typed in Brody Kime Miami police reports because I was like, this dude has to be in jail. Like, where the fuck is he? I think he posted on his Instagram, is the man just ice in the league or what? Yeah, he posted on his Instagram like a video at the club, and I'm like, he got in a fight or something. That would maybe rank, put him up on the fight rankings, but I mean, shit. I have no idea where Brody is. I'm kind of concerned because we have been tagging him and everything. And yeah, I tagged him, didn't hear anything. Uh, so as a gambling man, over under, what would you say? Over under, we hear from him by, what's today? today tuesday tuesday i say we don't hear uh over under probably tomorrow night i say over i say we don't hear from him till thursday and then he realizes oh fuck we have i haven't talked to anybody and it's about football's about to start thursday i think it's gonna be friday i think we're not gonna hear him through thursday football actually that's a that's a hot take because i'll have to set his lineup or something and then he might say something yeah um so yeah i say thursday at 11 42 right yeah that's what I'm thinking. It's right around the noon time on Thursday. If not, we may need to call somebody. I, know, I mean, we may need to figure it out. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but folks, we went through pretty much everything. Um, the only thing that I wanted to do was talk about. I mean, I went through and looked at all the draft picks, where my guys rank uh, compared to people that were picked. I don't even feel like diving into it, honestly. Um, but the stats back up what I've said all along. Uh, so Vinny boy. Before we go, do you have any final message for the group or anything you'd like to say? Um, no, not really. I just, you know, would like to say, uh, little brothers till I die. Uh, the rest of you are all little bitches. Um, and you think I have very little pull in this, but you are all my bitch. I have your money winner. If you are on the bad side of me, you might not get it because I'm a treasurer, <laughs> but guess what? There are no rules behind the treasurer. You just sent me your money just willy nilly. So fuck you all. I <laughs> appreciate you having me on, dude. So, so we definitely need to make a rule for that. Um, <laughs> and two, I got one thing. I've said it in the group chat. I'll say it again. Chip, go take a shit and look at it. Because that's how I feel like I'm looking at you when you spew all the bullshit out of your mouth. Tune in next time to the Peanut Butter Pod. Love Peace. you all.